0: Thank you.
1: That's Grammy, that's Grampy, I'm Lil' Peanut. You are listening to Praise Until Dawn on the Praise Broadcasting Network.
2: As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up on our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there a time apart. We'll have ATA colon in front of it. want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone, and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeart Radio listeners. And I'm I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor PBNRadio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white with a, a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our PBMradio.com Facebook page. Forever. For my personal page, while you're In at the PBMradio.com Facebook page, go forever. up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. 2. Pat Rutherford forever.
0: 1232. In
1: love yours forever Your faithful is great Your mercies none can fathom
0: All that we could
2: be Well this is interesting I can hear out of one ear <laughs> How does this happen? I was in the shower <clears throat> Excuse me, I was in the shower And I don't know, you, you get your ear at a certain angle And water gets trapped in there somewhere And you can't get it out I know, I'm, I'm going to have to use some uh, For some reason, alcohol works and so you drip the alcohol in your ear, and uh, for some reason it dries up the water. So I'm going to have to do that a little later, but for right now, I can hear out of my right ear. I have been putting pressure on my left ear. I have been putting my finger in there, jiggling it around, no avail. It's like when it wants to come out, it will come out. Quit bothering me. <laughs> that kind of thing. <sighs> well. Oh, well, doesn't matter. So good being with you. I, I really enjoy this time. Sandy is coming home Wednesday, and it'll be good to have him home. I know Alice has missed him greatly. Uh, Alice is his kitty, and they, you know how cats are. They, if, if you're not there, um, they tend to mourn your absence. And it's, it's one of those things. Now, I'll go over there and I'll, I'll pick her up. Now, I'm not a cat person, but Alice is special. Alice, we've had this thing going. Every time I go see Sandy or bring his groceries in for him, I'll, I'll take time with Alice and I'll pick her up. And, and she won't go on her back and put up with it for a lot of people. But for Uncle Pat, she does that, and I'll just keep scratching her chest and by her chin. And I talk to her all the while I'm doing that. And it's like she listens. So I've been trying to do that as I've been overfeeding uh, the cat at night. And I just take time with her. And it's like she kind of settles down. Okay, Uncle Pat's here. Everything's okay. And I tell her about her daddy, and he'll be home soon. And I know, it's like cats understand, right? But they can hear the inflections in your voice. One thing that I have tried using with animals is that's how we kind of trained Presley, who is Mindy's dog. She knows... Whether I'm pleased with her or not, by the in uh, by what she does, I'm always pleased by her. But it's it's what she does, whether it's pleasing or not, and by the inflection of my voice. And most all the time, I'm talking very nice to her, and uh, she's my grandbaby, and uh, yeah, all that. kind but she knows, if she ventures outside, she's learned when I say, come, she'll come. And when she gets close to the door, I'll, I'll use that voice, good girl, good, good. So she'll know that this is the right thing to do. Interesting, hearing the voice knowing if it's the right thing to do. Hmm. I have been, I have been reading in Ephesians, and I saw something, I've, I've read this, I mean, I've got it underlined how many times, I've... I've got it uh, highlighted. I even started highlighting it again with a different color, thinking maybe it would come out good. I, I, I tried orange. No, that's, that's not, orange is not working. Uh, so I've just left it green. You don't want to get it much more highlighted. You're not going to be able to see the words. But this time, something jumped out at me I hadn't seen before. Well, I mean, I've seen it, I've I've read it, but the ding by the Holy Spirit just, it's something that meant a lot to me. I could not get out of the first chapter. Just the last several days reading it over and over and over and over. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, not an apostle of Satan, not an apostle of man, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every... Now, this is the Father. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Now, who's he talking to? Who were the Ephesians? They were in Ephesus gentiles. You know, I've got this big thing about separating the gentiles from the Jews so that I can see better what's going on and who Paul is talking to and he had the gospel for us as gentiles. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption as sons which He lavished upon us. In our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us, in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of His will. According to His purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven, things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined. In him we have obtained In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of His glory. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom, and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which He has called you, what are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us, who believed according to the working of his great might that he worked in Christ. When he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule, and authority, and power, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet, and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. I couldn't go on to chapter 2. I'd read it again and again and again. What I saw. This may mean nothing to you. 'Cause you guys most of you came out of, you know, you maybe you received Jesus, maybe you were, you know, baptized young and you've always been in the Christian church and and so this is not new to you. To me, it's new. I've always looked as okay, Jews, Gentiles. Well, I haven't always looked at that because once I became a Christian, I I saw that Jew and Gentile, my heart has always been for the Jews, still is. I don't want you to get the feeling that I'm putting less emphasis on that. The Jews have a special purpose. The Jews, this Bible is about Jews, for Jews but it does talk about the church in, in Paul's writings. It talks about the Gentiles and he tells us what our purpose is. And the revelation is about both Jew and Gentile. But when it said here, I mean, it just like hit me above, uh, across the head, which I kind of wish I was hit across the head now to get that water loose in my ear. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, who's he talking to? The believers in Ephesus, the Christians. The people who became Christians when he... First went there and started preaching Jesus to them. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ. He's he's not. It's not not remembering. He's not classing himself with the Jews now. It's as if he is a Gentile. He's one of them. There's no Jew or Gentile. There's there's them. That's how he's looking. As far as salvation goes, there's no Jew nor Gentile, Greek nor barbarian. There's one. he chose us. We were chosen before the foundation of the world. We are all from Adam and Eve. We're cousins with the Jews. We're cousins with Israel. We're all chosen but Israel is whom he chose as a people to bring Jesus into the world. The Savior of the world was to come through the Jews, but we're all chosen. The Jews were his chosen people to do this, special chosen people to bring the Savior into the world. but we were all chosen and loved and honored and favored by God. He misses all of us in that we're not in heaven with Him right now. Our ancestors were despicable, but the Jews would have been the same way. If God hadn't have chosen them for this special thing and punished them, and it's, it's like I have to bring the Savior into the world, so, okay, it's the Jewish. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right through him. But I love all of the rest of you with an everlasting love. it's one of those ding moments I chose us from the foundation of the world chose us to what? to live with him he didn't say any of this of the angels he didn't say any of this of uh, the birds or the trees or you know he chose us and he created all of them. That may sound funny, but each of them were creations. But there's something special about man that he misses. That walking with him and talking with him. All of us. Not just the Jews whom I love and they have a special purpose. And, and we need to lift up. They are God's precious chosen people to bring the Savior of all of us into the world. Gosh, I, I, I see! How much more is he going to create ding moments for me?
3: Jesus Christ, do you think you are what they say? you are You remember that day when Saul who was persecuting Christians was on the road to Damascus and a blinding light came and he fell down and the first question he asked was who art thou lord Who is Jesus Why cannot we escape him Why is he in our conscience and in our mind so that our plays and our poems and our operas are about him Is he just a revolutionary hero? Or is he something more? He only lived 33 years. He never traveled more than 100 miles. He never had any formal education. And yet 2,000 years later, an entire generation is talking about Jesus Christ. Some say that he was a madman. Was he? There were others that said he was revolutionary. He'd come to lead a revolution. Was he a revolutionary? In the sense that he changed men's lives he was, but he never led a revolution against Rome. Or was Jesus an establishment man? Jesus Christ is not the establishment Christ. He's building another kingdom. He's building an eternal kingdom. And then there were people that said that he was deliberately evil, that he was an evil man, that he was a devil. What was he? That's the question. Jesus Christ, who are you? Who is Jesus? We can't escape him. We try to run from him, but there he is. He keeps popping up everywhere. Our greatest philosophers write about him. Our greatest historians write about him. Our greatest poems and plays are about him. You go anywhere in the Soviet Union and you'll see images and art and much of the music has to do with Jesus. I can't escape him. Well, we know some things about him. We know he was a man. Jesus was completely human. He was representative of man because the Bible says he was identified. He was numbered with the transgressors. We know that he was hungry. We know he got thirsty. We know he got tired. We know that he had the joys of friendship. We know that He wept at the tomb of a dead loved one. We know that he had all the characteristics of a man. And yet, very interestingly, the Bible says that he never committed a sin. There isn't a trial or a testing or a temptation that Jesus has not been through before you and he resisted them and overcame them all. He was a man like you but he was more than that he claimed to be the unique only begotten incarnate son of God in fact he claimed pre-existence the scripture says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God before time began he existed He said, before Abraham was, I am. I am in eternal existence. No wonder they got angry. No wonder they threw stones at him. No wonder they tried to kill him. And no wonder they eventually did crucify him. He stood and said, I am God. Was he? Was he who he claimed to be? The son of the living God? Jesus Christ claimed to be the son of the living God. And you know, at his incarnation, or his birth, that was not his birth. Or that wasn't the beginning. That wasn't the origin of Jesus. That was the beginning. That was the beginning of his incarnation. Because he has always existed. From everlasting to everlasting, he is God, the Bible says. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. In other words, the Logos, the Word of God, the eternal God, became flesh in the person of Jesus Christ and lived like a man among us. He was not just another great man. He was God. In the flesh. And oh, the ethics that he taught. Never a man spake like that man. In the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I tell you that if you even look on a woman to lust after her, you've already committed it. He said, Moses said, thou shalt not murder. But I tell you, if you have hate in your heart against your brother without cause, you're already guilty. man's ethics to the highest plane and demanded that we live that kind of a life. He himself lived that kind of a life. How do you explain Jesus? Jesus Christ, are you what you say you are? You know, they only brought three charges against him to crucify him. One, they said, this man loves sinners. That was one charge. The second, he healed on the Sabbath day. And the third, he claimed to be the Son of God. Was he the Son of God? Look at his authority. Jesus came unto them and spake unto them, saying, all authority has been given to me. I know one thing. He forgave sin, and no prophet ever did that. And then look at the death he died. Did ever a man die like Jesus? The lightning flashed, and the thunder roared, and the earth began to shake. And even the soldiers confessed that this must be the Son of God. Anyone that can see Jesus on that cross and not be touched has a heart of stone. They first took off his clothes, then they took long leather thongs with steel pellets or lead pellets on the end and beat him across the back until he could hardly stand up. Then they put a crown of thorns on his brow and his face was bleeding. And they laughed at him and they spit on him and they mocked him. And with one snap of his finger, 72,000 angels had already drawn their swords ready to come to his rescue and wipe this planet out of existence in the universe. And Jesus said, no, to this end was I born. And he dragged and lifted and hauled that cross. The man that helped Jesus carry that cross was a black man. And don't ever forget another thing jesus belongs to africa as much as he does to europe and asia he was born in that part of the world that touches africa and asia and europe and jesus was not a white man like me nor was he as black as some of you we don't know what the color of his skin but it must have been a dark color like the people of his day because he was a man like them say it's a white man's religion or a black man's religion it's a world religion he belongs to the world when he died on that cross they nailed him they put the nails in his hands and you know what he said forgive them they know not what they do forgive them could you forgive somebody that's putting nails in your hands and you know you didn't deserve it that's how he confronted the violence of his death. And then, on the cross, he said, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And then he dropped his head and said, it's finished. What did he mean? He meant your plan of salvation was finished god can now forgive you of all your sins because jesus had finished god's plan for your salvation because you see god knows every one of you by name he has the hands of your head number. god looks upon you as though you were the only person in the whole universe he sees you and you alone and on that cross jesus had the capacity to think of you and he loved you enough to stay on the cross Was there ever such love as that when he could have been rescued and taken back to heaven and to sit on his throne, but he didn't. He said, no, I'm doing it for the joy that is set before me, because he saw that he would be raised from the dead. He saw that there would be a gathering in the generations to come of a people for his name that would make up his body. He saw the day when we will reign with him in his kingdom. Okay. Thank you.
0: to him they bring now behold the Son
4: of God Christ the newborn King
5: Like another silent night Above your deep And dreamless sleep A giant star lights up The sky And while you're lying in the dark the shines an everlasting light For the king has left his throne And is sleeping in a manger tonight Tonight Oh Bethlehem What you have missed while you were sleeping For God became a man And stepped into your world today Oh Bethlehem You will go down in history As a city with no room for its king While you were sleeping While you were sleeping Mary shivers in the cold Trying to keep the Savior warm Among the animals, wrapped in dirty rags because there was no room for him in the world he came to say. Oh, Bethlehem, what you have missed while you were sleeping, for God became a man and stepped into your world today. Oh, Bethlehem, you will go down in history. As a city with no room for it's key While you were sleeping While you were sleeping United States of America Looks like another silent night We're sung to sleep by philosophies that save the trees and kill the children. And while we're lying in the dark, there's a shout heard across the eastern sky. Come again and leave us slumbering where we lay. America, will we go down in history as a nation with no room? States of America Looks like another silent night
0: For God to write His
5: story You can come as you are But it may set you apart When you make room in your heart And trade your dreams for His glory Make room in your heart Promise tight Every wrong Will be made right The road is straight The burden's light For in His hands He holds tomorrow Is there
0: room In your heart Is there room In your heart Is there room in your heart for
5: God to write His story? You can come as you are, but it may set you apart When you make room in your heart and trade your dreams for His glory
3: Make a room in your heart
1: with the tears of a mother A baby's cry is the sound of love
4: Found us here. Glory in the highest, and on the earth be peace. Glory to God. The angels sing. Came to tell the Father's love, His goodness and His grace. To show the brightness of His smile, the glory of His face. So glory in the highest, and on the earth be peace. Glory to God, your children sing. His name
0: shall be called Wonderful Counselor.
4: burdens and to give a glorious gift. So glory in the highest and on the earth be peace. Glory to God the world will sing. His name shall be called One.
6: A heavy door creaked on its hinges as he pushed it open. With a few strides, he crossed the silent shop and opened the wooden shutters to a square shaft of sunshine that painted a box of daylight on the dirt floor. He looked around the carpentry shop. He stood for a moment in the refuge of the little room that housed so many sweet memories. He balanced the hammer on his hand and ran his fingers across the sharp teeth of the saw. He stroked the smoothly worn wood of the sawhorse. He had come to say goodbye. It was time for him to leave. Jesus had heard something that made him know it was time to go. So he came one last time to smell the sawdust and lumber. Life was peaceful here. Life was so safe in the carpentry shop. Here he had spent countless hours of contentment. On this dirt floor, he had played as a toddler while his father had worked. Here, Joseph had taught him how to grip a hammer. And on this workbench, he had built his first chair. It must have been difficult to leave. After all, life as a carpenter wasn't bad. wasn't bad at all. Business was good. The future was bright. His work was enjoyable. In Nazareth, he was known only as Jesus, the son of Joseph. And you can be sure he was respected in the community, good with his hands. He had many friends, a favorite among the children, and he could tell a good joke and had the habit of filling the air with contagious laughter. I wonder if he wanted to stay. I could do a good job here in Nazareth, settle down, raise a family, be a civic leader. I wonder because I know he had already read the last chapter. He knew that the feet that would step out of the safe shadow of the carpentry shop would not rest until they had been pierced and placed on a Roman cross. You see, he didn't have to go. It was his choice. He could have stayed. He could have ignored the call or at least postponed it. He could have come back in another era when society wasn't so volatile When religion wasn't so stale, when people would listen better, he could have come back when crosses were out of style. But his heart wouldn't let him. If there was hesitation on the part of his humanity, it was overcome by the compassion of his divinity. His divinity heard the voices. His divinity heard the voices of the hopeless cries of the poor, the bitter accusations of the abandoned, the dangling despair of those who were trying to save themselves. And you can be sure of one thing. Among the voices that found their way into that carpentry shop in Nazareth was your voice. Your silent prayers uttered on tear-stained pillows were heard before they were said. Your deepest questions about death and eternity were answered before they were asked. And your direst need, your need for a Savior, was met before you ever sinned. And not only did He hear you, He saw you. He saw your face. The same face that looked back from the mirror this morning. He saw that day. He saw the face streaked with tears. He saw the face buried in shame. He saw the face contorted with questions. He saw your face. And it was enough to break his heart. And so he left. He left because of you. He laid his security down with his hammer. He hung tranquility on the peg with his nail apron. He closed the window shutters on the sunshine of his youth and locked the door on the comfort and ease of anonymity. Since he could bear your sins more easily than he could bear the thought of your hopelessness, he chose to leave and he chose to bring light into your world.
7: Peace on earth good will to man O oh, oh, children come righteous rule that will not end O oh, oh,
0: children come
7: lay down all your bitterness Turn from
0: sin's toil and distress Find his grace and perfect rest oh
7: Hear the cry from Bethlehem, O children, come. Son of God, now born to man, O children, come. Bring your troubles, bring your fears, bring the needs that draw you near. Find the hope
0: of all the
7: years. Oh, children, come Peace on earth, goodwill to man Oh, children, come Righteous rule that will not
0: end Oh, children, come Lay down all your
7: bitterness Turn from sin's toil and distress
0: Find His grace and perfect rest O oh, children, come
7: Where the Father's grace has walked O
0: oh, children, come
7: Where you see the hurt and lost O oh, children, come Show the mercy shown to you
0: Gifts of kindness to renew, love from hearts sincere and true, oh children come, oh children come, oh children come. Oh, children come.
7: the highest heaven born as a little baby under a wondrous star like us cry, he takes his first breath held by his mother helpless close to her beating heart To a child
4: in your womb, and give birth to a son, and you will call his name Jesus.
8: How can this be, since I've been with no
1: man?
4: The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power from the Most High will overshadow you. And the holy offspring shall be called the Son of God.
8: Much too young, unprepared for what's to come. A baby changes everything be done to me according to your word. No. Changes everything man she loves. She's never touched. How will she keep his trust? A baby changes everything. But now I'm found A baby changes everything A baby changes everything
1: Divine star and angels gave the shine.
9: Your baby boy is Lord of all creation. Mary, did you...
10: P.O. Box 2468, Ashboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to praise until dawn coast to coast and around the world here on the praise broadcasting network.